Hey everyone, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. And uh, today we're going to talk about boundaries. So let's get into this. This is uh, phase three of the Puppy Training Principles podcast for um, how we train puppies. This is what we do. And so we did the overview in um, an earlier podcast, phase one. We talked about um, those beginning steps, phase two in the podcast as well before this one. And now this is phase three. So if you're just jumping in, you might want to go back and listen to those other ones so that you kind of get each step in order. And the order is not as important as, you know, there's really no way to do a step-by-step puppy training. There's definitely things I do over and over again. The order of the things kind of depends on what the puppy is willing to give and their ability and how hungry and motivated they are for success. So we have all the principles here and they're all vital principles, but you can kind of fit them where you want. Again, as a trainer, I kind of do these simultaneously. A lot of people give us their puppies for a couple weeks and we work through all these things. Um, it's not my favorite training to do because at least that way, because, um, if you don't train the person, it's not going to make a difference, right? The puppy will learn, yes, but what they retain won't be as great without teaching the person. So we've got all of these awesome tools that we talked about before, like the, the training leash and the training pouch, and, and you could use clickers and food rewards and pressure release and teaching your dog to focus, but all of these tools and techniques won't matter one bit unless you are learning these things. And we all know that, right? We all know that it's really kind of up to us. The tool is only as good as the person whose hands it is in. So the phase three that I love, that's so exciting, and this is where it gets fun because you start to really make some progress, is we like to focus on boundaries. Phase one was like pressure release, starting to understand that principle. Phase two is focus and getting some results from that. And phase three is all about the boundaries. Now, boundaries can have a pretty negative connotation sometimes, but we don't mean them in a negative way. These are boundaries that really lead to freedom. And if you think about it, all the boundaries in our world, at least the ones that are beneficial, lead to more freedom, right? If I, if I have boundaries on some of, you know, I'm, I'm willing to say no to some things, I can say yes to other things. And so teaching these boundaries to your dog is what really makes your life more sane as well as your dog's life more fulfilled. These are some awesome things. So some of our favorite boundary commands to teach, um, there's really three of them in phase three that we talk about. So we love um, the wait command. So we teach dogs to wait at doors and uh, or going up steps or at the street. There's different places you can do it, but where there's just a general line and the dog waits and will not pass that line until invited to do so. Now, I have seven kids, and so sometimes the door gets left open, much to my chagrin, and I don't want a dog running out. And so we teach them, you don't walk out the door unless you're invited to. And that becomes the game, right? Obedience becomes the game for the dog. The other one that I love is the place command. And the place command is where you ask a dog to go to a spot, and again, you ask them to stay there. If you watch, listen to the last few podcasts, we start building in a release command with those things. And so they stay there until you ask them to get off. That might be two minutes. That might be two hours. And so this is where you get a lot of freedom because even in a house, like if your house is small and your dog is big or 
wherever it is, a dog becomes smaller if they can stay in one spot and they're, they're not in your way. This is where the dream comes true of where you could have your dog, you know, sitting in a spot by the fire while you're opening presents on Christmas morning or whatever, right? Whatever vision you have of that peaceful moment, such a functional command. One of my favorite commands in the whole world. And then the heel command, the one that everybody, walking command that everybody asks me about. They always say, okay, how do you teach a puppy to heel? You know, getting a dog to walk right next to you on a loose leash or no leash whatsoever and to be able to trust that where you move, they will move. Those are the three boundaries that we're going to work on specifically in phase three. And it's a lot of fun to work with those things and to get them there. But they're, they're, it's more than just fun and it's more than just functional. It's a huge part of teaching the relationship between you and your puppy. So as you start to teach boundaries and make it like a game, for example, if we um, teach a dog to do a boundary on a place command. So if I were to do that, they're really all very similar. And a place command would be a great beginning to helping with a heel command because if a dog understands a place command, they start to realize, okay, there's a spot I need to be. And a heel command, all it is is a place command that moves, okay? We, there's a, we want our dog in a certain place, but it's in relation to where we are, not just a certain place with a boundary. If we have a certain boundary, usually we keep it pretty small, about, it depends on the size of the dog, and we, we like to take their food and we kind of guide them on um, we might use a little pressure release with the leash, but if you can use, use food, that's fine. And you kind of um, lead them or guide them on. So they're, they're reaching after the food and you bring them on. And when all four paws get on that spot, you say yes, and you give them the food. And then the goal is for them not to hop off until you release. So right away when I'm teaching this, of course, I'm going to release really quick because they're not going to have a lot of focus and a lot of impulse control. So you tell your puppy, Okay, that's our release word that we use a lot. Okay, I've had, you can use whatever word you want. You know, like you could say um, Geronimo or um, I don't know. You could say any number of things. We, um, people come up with different like comic book things sometimes. It doesn't matter what the word is. You can choose a different language if you want for your release word. Uh, some people say break. Uh, a lot of people don't like saying okay because that's a word we use in normal conversation and they don't want to be talking on the phone and say, okay, and their dog hops off the place command. Well, we're going to do it a little more solid than that because remember in phase two, we talked about that focus command. So the release is paired with the focus. And again, we're not saying the word focus. I don't use, I don't say focus. I just expect my dog to look at me when I, I walk up. And so, or when we say their name, that's technically a focus command, right? So you walk up and the dog looks at you and you can say, okay, and they release. And after a while of doing that, your dog learns that when you say, okay, it doesn't mean just hop off unless there's eye contact. That's an awesome, awesome connection to make because focus kills chaos. If a dog can learn to have that place command with the release and they learn to start to build duration on that, then they can stay there until you make eye contact and say, Okay, so oh, it's such a beautiful command. Where does this go? Uh, anywhere you want, okay? Like if you want to teach your dog to ride on a skateboard, it's a place command. If you want to teach your dog to walk on a treadmill, it's a place command. If you want to teach your dog to paddleboard with you and be good on a paddleboard, it's a place command. Some dogs will do some of these things naturally, but you can 
but they don't really know what they're go- what they're doing. So it's really awesome if you can kind of if you can teach it, right? Plus, it just gives you a chance to have your own space, you and your dog, so that you can have those boundaries. Now, I said before, boundaries lead to freedom. So as we start to teach our dog these boundaries, they start to learn that this is how I get to where I want to go. When I'm teaching a hill command, that's kind of how it works. If the dog is not in the hill command, we switch directions and we go in an opposite direction. Now, you can use food with this and you can use a leash with this. Um, with a little puppy, you're going to use a little more food and it's just you just have, I mean, you're talking two to 10 minute training sessions and 10 minutes is probably pushing it. Whenever we do the hill command with a puppy, whenever a puppy comes to us, we're working on the potty command, but before we go back inside, we will walk um, along a fence. So the puppy is next to the fence and then we're next to the puppy and that helps to kind of channel them to where they need to go. And if they're working on that eye contact, then we can, as we're moving, we can do, we can reward that eye contact. So the dog's watching us and that's what we, we really want. We want the dog to be able to focus on us. So as you've worked on focus. Now you start to apply that to boundaries and a heel command and you can have that most amazing calm walk like you you know you see those neighbors that are walking and their dogs just perfect and yours is like clawing toward them like out of control and you're apologizing and they're just sometimes they walk by and look at you like they don't know what they're doing and you're like oh man I'm horrible at this there's totally hope and when it comes to a puppy you definitely want to work on this they're not going to be perfect at it the hill command is going to take a long time Um, I mean, you can get a puppy to walk behind you or even to walk next to you, but to make it so that it's consistent, uh, it it takes time. It takes work. So there's a lot of different things we do to work on that. Um, But just switching directions and keeping your feet moving is a really good start, as well as using food, uh, a food reward down by where they're healing. It's kind of hard on your back, so you can kind of figure out how you want to do it there. But uh, the, the heel command is awesome. Like that's probably one of the big visions people have is that they can walk their dog on a loose leash or no leash and have command and have, uh, a relationship there where they can trust the situation and they can trust their dogs and they can just have nice, calm walks through the neighborhood with one of their best friends. So this is a big one. Boundaries are, the heel command is a boundary command and that's, uh, what a lot of our issues stem from is we just have dogs that don't have boundaries. So teaching these things start to teach you, starts to teach your dog to have impulse control and to look to you for guidance. And it just solidifies everything else we've already worked on. So phase three, um, you could start this basically whenever you want to from eight weeks on, but they're going to be get even, they're going to get exponentially better at it really from 12 weeks on. So again, you can start teaching it whenever, but they'll get better. All right, that's all there is for phase three. Um, If you want to visualize some of these things, because sometimes that's just so much better to see it, you can go to cornerstonepuppy.com and sign up for our online course that comes with the supplies and all the videos to walk you through these so you can see it, as well as a private Facebook group page so that you can ask questions about all of these things as well as a book. So we try and uh, over deliver on these things and we want you to be happy. I know it helps to see them. 
I do my best to explain it through a podcast, but those are the three commands that I would teach, uh, three functional commands in, the, in phase three. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with more later. Thanks, guys. Take care.